Bits. A brief podcast before the MA and Tech Conference in Berlin. Welcome to another edition of Tech Law Bits, a small podcast in preparation of the IBA M&A and in the Technology Sector Conference in Berlin on March 23rd and 24th, so only uh, two weeks' time from now. My name is Martin Schoenbacher. I'm a tech lawyer in Berlin and already look forward to seeing many international colleagues in my hometown. Um, and one of these lawyers uh, is with me in the show today. Uh, I have Raphael Dana from Paris in the line. Um, good morning, Raphael. Good morning, Martin. Thank you very much. Very well. Um, um, yeah, one of the most visited sessions of the conference will, of course, be uh, the roundtable sessions on hot topics in tech M&A. And to give uh, the listeners a flavor of what to expect, I speak with uh, some of the moderators of their specific roundtable on their specific topic. And the topic we're talking about today is cloud computing and data protection, which uh, Raphael will be co-moderating together with Astrid Wagner from Luxembourg and Roland Marco of the Austrian firm of Wolf Thais. Um, so, Rafa, could you maybe briefly uh, introduce yourself um, before we speak about the table topic? Sure. So, first of all, Martin, danke schön. And um, I am Rafael Dena. I am a tech lawyer based in Paris. And um, when Astrid, Roland, and myself were assigned the cloud computing and data protection topic, Our initial reaction was that it was, first of all, a broad topic and also one that we have all as lawyers in that field been playing with. And so we thought of a scenario where we will put ourselves, but also the participants of our roundtables in the shoes of the council to an American investment fund who has spotted potential acquisition target in the healthcare sector, which means that right off the bat, you have a combination of privacy-related questions with respect to special categories of data because of the healthcare sector, the fact that the um, impersonation is on the American side, and uh, the we have decided also that the target for this scenario is going to be a public EU-based healthcare center. And so the goal of our roundtable and keeping a privacy-focused approach with a twist of M&A into it is going to debate what um, showstoppers we would see and how uh, this whole operation should be approached. So that would be really the, um, the kickoff um, summary. Great. Yeah, sounds sounds very interesting. To um, and where does the cloud uh, angle come into this um, when uh, acquiring a health center from the U.S. Uh, viewpoint? So actually, part of the scenario, we have also uh, put down the fact that the target is using tools such as Microsoft 365, Google Docs. And because we did not want our Amazon friends to feel left out, they also use AWS 
all of that to store a mix of data, including patient data, of course, but also other less sensitive personal data, such as information about their employees and uh, other HR-related matters. So the cloud computing part, and thanks for uh, pointing that out, is because the data of the target is hosted with those uh, cloud providers. Of course, like like we know, uh, um, like a lot of clients, a lot of companies actually uh, have all their data in the cloud. It's not only startups, but also, as you mentioned, um, uh, yeah, healthcare professionals, health data. Um, we all have clients in that field, and it makes absolute sense from my point of view to to have a look um, at this. And and as you said before. Um, like cloud computing as well, the data protection for, for us technology lawyers, this is nothing new. Are there for maybe the M&A angle um, gives it a, a, an additional touch. I, I have also recorded a podcast with um, uh, Søren Skipstead on, um, on cybersecurity threats, which is a different angle, but it's also on the data protection side in a way. Um, and, and it shows how... Um, in uh, yeah, acquisitions, this angle plays a much greater role more and more every year. Exactly. Do you, do you see that, the same? Yeah. I totally do. And also, we, we, we actually have uh, the idea of uh, kicking off the discussion with three uh, points. The first one being, do you see any showstoppers to the operation? The second one is going to be focused on how to best approach the due diligence phase. And the third one, which absolutely rebounds on the, 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 the podcast that you just, just mentioned that you did with Soren, we, we will discuss how worried should the the acquiring party be worried about technical measures and cybersecurity. And, um, I know for a fact, because I am a regular listener of your quality podcasts, uh, that it's good to throw in um, a takeaway or something that um, your listeners are going to be happy to um, to learn about. And it happens that less than three days ago, on 28 February uh, 2023, there was a an opinion that was uh, uh, rendered on the draft adequacy decision about the transfer uh, between the EU and the US about the data privacy framework. So it makes the topic and the question of uh, data transfer from the EU to the US very present and very uh, actual and live. It is something that is happening uh, right now. There are still debates about how the data privacy framework is um, going to be put in place. Some questions uh, remain about questions about certain rights of data subjects, for example. So we will, um, of course, discuss that at the roundtable uh, on the patient level, because as a patient, when you go and get a medical uh, aid in the EU, you might want to know that at some point your patient data, information about what happened to you, is likely to leave the, the borders of the European Union. And then right. you want to be this, able to exercise your rights. 
Absolutely. And, and actually, uh, uh, myself, together with uh, Jessica Lee, have a table on the data transfer impact assessments and, and executive order, as well as uh, the new expected uh, DPF um, at the same session. And, um, and obviously, that's a hot topic, uh, like you said. You mentioned showstoppers. Could you name maybe one or two where you see um, if, you know, the, as a potential buyer, you see this happens within the target. We should, we should, you know, uh, let them have fix this first or or walk away from the deal. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, in such deals, the very first thing that we would advise to look at is how consent has been collected from the patients. At the time, they were, I won't say onboarded, but they, they were welcomed. They, they entered their, their journey with the healthcare facility. This is something that is crucial because we see now a, a form of digitalization of those processes happening. Uh, we made studies and uh, discussions with French healthcare specialists about how can you dematerialize the consent collection when someone is walking into a hospital or a clinic. And now we see um, health facilities that are going to welcome you with an iPad. How valid is the consent that you put through the iPad? And if we are counsel to an entity acquiring uh, such a healthcare facility, then how can you be sure that you're not actually buying a liability, that you're not buying a security breach? So, the first showstopper would be focused on how uh, consent has been collected and how it is. Right. How can we evidence it? And the second one, rebounding on maybe, your maybe um, before you go on to the second, I, I think that's a great point, and it actually helps a lot in together with the maybe internal data people help uh, uh, convince the C level of the company um, to take care of consent and and you know take maybe maybe see that sometimes uh, people will not consent, well, maybe not in a hospital, but will not consent, uh, you know. But if we don't have proper consent in place and have there's doubts on the validity of the consent because it's freely given or not informed or whatever, um, then later, put, you know, when, when you enter into a sales process, it might be that people potential buyers, private equity firms walk away because of data protection issues. And that has actually become a, in the face of setting things up because that is, that has been done in the past, obviously um, has been important. Okay. Sorry. I interrupted you with the second uh, showstopper. No, this is, this is, this is, uh, I mean, I, I totally agree. And uh, uh, this, this, this has become a major uh, point. So that's what would be one of the first uh, potential showstoppers or things we would recommend to clear up uh, up front. Uh, the other part is is kind of connected to that and also to uh, the podcast that you previously did uh, on uh, cybersecurity because um, it's a good thing, of course, if everything consent-wise is crystal clear. But if you realize that on the technical standpoint and on the organizational and uh, informational, informational measures taken uh, there are problems potentially leading to security breaches. When we talk about patient data, the consequences can be absolutely massive. So it's a very much 
privacy and M&A question um, to, to, to validate that the technical measures uh, at the target level have been implemented the right way. And uh, this is something that I think I heard a U.S. Uh, a colleague friend mention at some point is that you don't want to acquire your next breach. And I, I, I was a big fan of that expression because it's, it's so true. And you could literally be in the process of, of acquiring your next security breach. So that would be the Absolutely. second, the second Absolutely. big one. We, we've, I have actually a case going on right now where that might happen. Um, anyway, um, although um, you have presented your case very well uh, for your table, uh, Rafa, maybe last question. Uh, why should attendees of the conference uh, join your table on March 23rd? Well, I would say that we will absolutely, along with my co-moderators, Astrid and Roland, make super sure that the discussion will be very lively, that uh, we will go through these topics and uh, making sure that everybody will walk away with a new perspective on these questions. And um, because we would just love to to share these uh, uh, real-life situation with uh, all attendees. So uh, don't hesitate. Join us and um, you, you will uh, walk away from the table with a feeling of warmth and happiness. Great. Warmth in the clouds. That's good. Exactly. Well, thank, thank, thank you very much, Rafa. Very much looking forward to seeing you in uh, Berlin on March 23. Um, and the same goes out to everybody who's still hesitating to join. Um, do. It will be a great conference. And um, we still hope that the weather will be uh, uh, the same as, as today in Berlin or, or in Marseille, where you are currently. Thanks, Rafa. And uh, see <laughs> you, in, you. A, in a couple of weeks. See you soon. Thank you, Martin. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks. Tech Law Bits. Bits.